Hello, welcome to Therapy for Men, the podcast where we trick men into going to therapy by telling them it's a podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Mowry. I am not a licensed therapist, but I am a big dumb idiot. So welcome if you like that. Um, I got to keep it short today because I got to go to work, baby. I'm a working baby. I'm a baby who goes to work, but not not a boss baby. Nobody's giving me the good files. Okay, so I got to keep this short. Um, But I want to tell you, I took a little breaky poo last week because I baby tired. Okay, baby, very tired, baby, baby, very bad, bad and tired. Okay. Um, I just want, if, if I want to impart any knowledge on you, any, any, uh, resources on you is that, especially if you're a comedian, I'm sure only comedians listen to this. Um, nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit if you're doing Zoom shows. Nobody gives a shit if you're firing off hot tweets. Uh, or, sorry, rather, nobody gives a shit if you're not doing that. So take as much time as you need. This is a, this is, we're, we're in it, you know, we're in, we're in a, we're in a bad, we're having a bad time. So, I don't think that you should spend your time worrying about what other people think, worrying about the grind. It's stressful. I worry about it sometimes, but then I remember you can just make stuff that you like on your own time. If it helps you make a little list of like your ideas or something. And if you don't have ideas, um, for me, that, that signals to me to, to, take a step back and live my life because I, you know, you get more ideas from just being alive than being like, oh, what what's weird about humanity? What could I observe here? It's like, no, you just actually have to observe it. So if you're a comedian, that's for you. If you're not a comedian, just lay down. Okay. Lay down. Um, you're allowed to lay. I, is it, was this my advice from the, the other week? I'm sorry. My, a lot of my advice is going to be lay down. That's what you need to do. Lay down. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. And I don't believe in human laziness. I don't know. I saw, I think I saw a TikTok or something that was like, being lazy is not a thing, but then I didn't watch the whole TikTok. I think I just like liked it and scrolled away because I was like, I agree with this. Just being lazy to not even hear the point about pro laziness. So maybe laziness is a thing. (laughs) I don't know. Make your own decisions on laziness. Please don't at me. Um, but you can email me at therapyformenpod at gmail.com if you have any advice questions you want us to answer. Um, and my very good friend, Kent Carney, is on the podcast today. He is a wonderful dude. He's seriously so good. Um, meeting him and his wife and other Louisville comedians, honestly, a wonderful time for me. I love them. They're all so nice. And like, I feel like Southern hospitality is a thing where people just say it to mean passive aggression, but no, no, no. These people are the greatest people and Kent is no exception. He's a sweetheart. He's let me stay with him a lot. Um, when I go to Louisville, also Louisville, truly an underrated place. Um, a wonderful place, an underrated place. Um, it rules and the drinks are cheap there, but you know, I can't go there in a while. So Um, We're just going to go ahead and get right into the episode. I love you, baby. (laughs) I really did it. I really did this for myself. I really made made myself talk to men. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Do Talk for Men. I'm your host, Sammy Mowry. I am so excited about our guest today. He's one of my favorite people to talk to, a Louisville legend. I once told him, his wife, I once texted his wife while he was on stage that he is the most underrated comedian ever to exist. And I stand by that. Um, he is in Bagged and Bones, which is, a, a, sorry, Bagged and Bored. I'm going to cut around that. <laughs> Bagged and Bored, which is a web series um, 
season one is out on YouTube. Part of season two is out on YouTube as well, but they're on hiatus because of COVID because what else is new? Um, please help me welcome um, Kent Carney. How are you, Kent? Hi. Hi. I'm good, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> of course, my introductions are still a little rocky because my brain doesn't oh. work. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good now. Uh, there was a bunch of flattery shoved in there. I like that. Oh, I mean, I wrote down the flattery word for word so I could nice. say it. That's cool. <laughs> you I, flatter uh, your guests. Yeah, I mean, my my neuroses uh, forces me to reject all of it, but sure. I but it is nice to hear. Uh, nice it to is hear nice spoken. to hear for the second before your brain goes, Mm-mm, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like ah, uh, and then no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. not you. <laughs> Other people, I... not you. You Mm-mm. don't get compliments. No, you don't get compliments. Are for people who are good. <laughs> <laughs> compliments are for good boys and girls. <laughs> um. Oh, did you freeze? I think you froze again. Hang on. We'll just give it a second. Hold on. Sorry, we had some t- technical difficulties, but I would like to re-say, um, so on Do Talk for Men, we like to have brodacious bros on to talk about subjects and topics that they like. Um, so I want to ask you, what is the brodacious topic that you have picked for us to bro down about this day, Kent? Welcome back to Dude Talk. Dude Talk for men. Oh, uh, I was thinking we'd, we'd bro down about uh, hard-boiled private eye fiction. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> how, how, I want to know, how long have you been into hard-boiled private eye fiction? Uh, probably for like, uh, I don't know, uh, 10 years or so, I guess. Okay. Like mostly mo- uh, movies. And so I've been reading some of the books because like I can't, uh, I, I used to read a lot more and uh my my attention span's been completely fucked yeah so uh so like the only thing i've read like all year has been like uh dashiell hammett uh the author of the maltese falcon i have have a collection of short stories that he wrote and uh my wife bought me his book red harvest uh that i've started reading okay and uh there are a lot yeah there are a lot of which uh she gets a lot of mileage out of seeing the name Hamlet and being like, they, mi- they misspelled Hamlet on the cover, which uh, never gets hilar- old. Uh, yeah, so funny. hilarious every time. Every time. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Your wife, by the way, is one of the best people I've ever met. She's, also. She's the greatest. Wonderful and so funny. If and she was a dude, you should have you should have her on. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I, well, I'm thinking of doing advice episodes, like email advice episodes, and then having women on instead. You should. We, I'll, I'll, I'll vacate this space immediately if you want to completely switch <laughs> the format. If I just want to switch it up right now. She's better than me in every conceivable way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe in volume, you both are like pretty pretty well matched like the volume of your voices but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah she's wonderful <laughs> you're both wonderful you both are great it makes me like it makes me have hope for the south i'm just kidding that's a, horrible <laughs> take. <laughs> that's a terrible take that's oh, not a real take and no. halfway through saying that i was like but you have seen those info like those instagram infographics that are like don't make fun of the south it's bad <laughs> so Ugh. i was like oh Oh man. Well, okay. K- well, Kentucky is like, I, like, I don't, 
I don't argue about Kentucky being the South, but a lot of people in Kentucky would argue it's not really the South. Because it's too far up there? We just stood by and let slavery happen. We didn't (laughs) actually join the Confederacy. We were just kind of like, whatever you guys want to do is cool, but also we're going to keep having slaves. Oh my God. uh, So they're like the kids in high school that just like stood in the circle while somebody was getting their ass kicked? Yes. Like very Uh, that. (laughs) <laughs> it's extremely that louisville yeah. kentucky y'all just too busy doing your bourbon and hanging out with horses That's i right. just like i don't know why i don't know much about kentucky but i well i know more now that i'm dating a kentucky person but right um i always just assume that part of the state's identity is just like a fetish for horses like i just oh. feel like people from kentucky think about horses way more than Abs- people who are not from kentucky that's absolutely correct brushing them riding them <laughs> Hitting them with a little stick to make them go faster. <laughs> do 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 you learn about horse brushing in school? In Kentucky uh, you, schools, you are uh, uh, junior year. You're given your own brush, and you're given those <laughs> those weird pants, those weird khaki <laughs> the pants. crops. Yes, the uh, the no, job. The... Oh oh, the crop. Yes, crop the... is that the the whip, but the pants are job riding. Purse. What? jodhpurs jodhpurs that's the craziest word i've ever heard oh yeah it's even better looking at it because it's got an h in between the d and the p okay j-o-d-h-d-h-p-u-r-s-p-u-r-s yeah yeah yeah. that's the craziest word i've ever heard this is a spelling podcast now this is a spelling (laughs) b okay (laughs) welcome to formerly therapy for men welcome to the spelling b honey I feel um, much more qualified to be on this podcast. <laughs> Jodhpurs. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so you get a, a, a brush, um, a little um, like little whip and yeah. you'll sexy crop little top. crop and crop jodhpurs. Top. Crop top, yes. drop top, whatever. That's all it was. <laughs> Shut them down, open up show. <laughs> exactly. And um, that's how rough riders roll when they're riding horses. <laughs> entertaining to other people but uh, <laughs> i'm i'm very <laughs> i'm pleased as punch i'm having I'm a just, great time please as punch <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um <laughs> we were supposed to be talking about uh, that's not good hosting we were talking about so you got it <laughs> you got into detective boys Yes. About 10 years ago. And it's like the only books that you read now because your um, attention span has been ruined. I'm assuming by like reddit.com or something. Yeah. yeah, just, Or just, you know, just video lying, games. Yeah. Lying in bed, scrolling through Facebook. Cause it's like, why, why read a book that someone or someone hastily or, you know, painstakingly assembled their own <laughs> thoughts. Why not just read the random thought comes of like a thousand people that you kind of know of just a, so many people you kind of know just ill-researched opinions yeah. <laughs> unpopular opinion and then insert like an incredibly popular opinion <laughs> like the most Unpop- popular. unpopular opinion joe biden isn't great but i hope he wins oh my god you fucking fascist <laughs> you can't say that you're literally a fascist if you say that if you hope if you hope hope is for fascists <laughs> okay title of app 
title of this episode and also uh, Elvis Costello's next four albums. <laughs> It'll just be Hope is for Fascists, volumes one through four. <laughs> and then he'll sing like that, like he likes to do. <laughs> With his little glasses. Oh, yeah. I love his little glasses. I think they're wonderful. I think him and him and Jenny Lewis had a song together, they which did. is great. Yes, they yeah. did. Carpet love that. Huh? Like that song. Uh, carpet baggers. Carpet yeah. That was is carpet baggers her original song. Is it? There's a other one she did that was a cover of another song, but this is so boring. Um, <laughs> no, carpet baggers is I think original, but there's another song on that album that um, I can't remember the name of, but that was a cover, and I was like, she wrote this. This don't sound like her. And then I just looked it up. Um, you know how when you just look up things from your favorite artists. Um, I do. I do like to look up. I do like to look up. I, yeah. I was actually in the car earlier and I was like, why can't I just look something up? <laughs> just imagine like being in this world, having so much information at the tip of your fingers and just deciding, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm going to go on Facebook and I'm going to post vaccine. Hmm. That's a no for me. Don't you think? Don't you think we need to look into that a little bit more, but just not in a real way, just not saying that in a way that actually is concerned for anybody, but saying it in a way where you got you think you got him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, got him. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That's not good. Try, yeah. Try doing research. And try by research, I mean, read the website I read. Yeah, I read the website. I mean, I'm kind of going off of information that one of my coworkers told me that was like, hey, I mean, the reason that I got um, developed so fast is they had a basis for the vaccine. And he didn't say this, but I think my my assumption is, oh my God, I'm so stupid. But my assumption was they had a v- basis for the vaccine because of like other viruses um, and other infectious diseases and stuff. And I'm assuming probably just like the flu vaccine because that's a coronavirus. That's why it was so fast. Yeah. Well, and also I think like, about that all the time because I'm so mad about it all the time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The, of course the pharmaceutical companies came up with the vaccine very fast because the economy depends on them doing that. They yeah. have an, in, they have an incentive to make people well. So yeah, they're yeah. going to do it. They're going to do it real fast. And like, yeah, 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 Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and whatever are not the best companies, but I would argue yeah. that no company is good. Right. <laughs> Even like especially your small business. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your handmade lanyards. <laughs> what if I come out on this podcast? Your Etsy say? store and Pfizer are the same. <laughs> they're literally the same and they're destroying America. If you were a socialist, you would not ha- try to sell your wares. I'm getting my vaccine from my friend's Etsy shop. Because uh, <laughs> I, I just trust it more than I trust Big Pharma. <laughs> Because I want to support small LGBT businesses. Yes. Gay people can't be doctors. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) That was a real opinion. I I did get hate crimed at work the other day. Can I tell you this story? Please. I love a good hate crime. It was so weird. It was, I'm physically fine, listeners. I'm physically fine. But at work, we were deep cleaning because we had like the weekend off for like um, 
New Year's and everything because nobody needs to get COVID tests on New Year's, unfortunately. Right. Um, so I would because uh, I work at a COVID testing site and um, I, I was like cleaning out like decorations from a bin, like Christmas decorations and throwing them away. And there was a woman standing near me, one of my coworkers. She was like, OK, cool, cool, cool. Like get those and like throw them away. And I was like, cool. And she was like, but don't throw away this disco ball. And I said, right, because that would be homophobic. And then- <laughs> And she was like, what? It would be? And I was like, no, no, no. It was a joke. I I didn't. It was a joke. Forget about it. Whatever. And at that point, my friend Riley, who's also queer, sidled up next to me because he was like, what are we calling homophobic? (laughs) (laughs) He's just that kind of guy. And 30 seconds passes. I'm just like gathering the stuff still. And then she like looks up at us and she's just like, don't you think? it's anti-religious which is an incredible way to start a sentence don't you think it's anti-religious that like they took the rainbow (laughs) (laughs) like what in the old time (laughs) are you still mad about the rainbow that's no oh no like my friend were like looking at her i literally was like i can't tell if you're joking i don't know if you're joking and she just kind of walked away. And then five minutes later, we were like outside and I like, just washed my hands or whatever. And she comes up to us and she was like, by the way, I was not joking. I was serious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's the worst clarification ever. Like, who cares? That's number one. That's all. That's so many, like for someone to be a bigot at work, like that's like, you have to go through, you have to crush so many like Tetris blocks of bigotry on that person just to get to like, here's what transgender people even are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like <laughs> if you're so mad about the rainbow, it's like, oh no, we like, can't even What like, else? What other crazy shit do you believe? You got, you got to get over that so you can get to the good current bigotry. Yeah, <laughs> like, you need to like- You're missing your- out on- you're missing out on so many opportunities. To be I was almost like, I almost gave her the website address to like the turf Reddit, like the new turf Reddit like platform because they made their own re- website because they got kicked off of Reddit. I was almost like, you'll like this I didn't, I didn't do that of course um but yeah I feel like also like I mentioned homophobia about a disco ball and then her brain went four steps past that and was like no 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 I need you to hear this <laughs> stupid like you yeah you created a, a joking example of hypothetical homophobia and she was like okay but what about rainbows like she was like don't i beer. don't i get don't i get to do one to make up for the rainbows also religious people stole rainbows from science that's like <laughs> yeah. rainbows are just light refracting through a prism and then religious people are like oh that that's god telling us he won't kill us no more exactly and also <laughs> If you're like living your life by like Noah's Ark, like that's a kid's story. That's not like a grown-up story. Yeah. Noah's fine. <laughs> Noah's li- Noah's fine. He could t- he figured out the flood. Like he doesn't need defending. You're looking at rainbows like now as a 30-year-old woman being like, God's promise. Like that's what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks, God. That's the she, promise. She sees the rainbow. It's like, I see you. I see you, big guy. I see you, big guy. Thanks, bud. Maybe she literally... <laughs> this is an anti-religious spelling con- con- podcast? No, I support uh, I support the LGBT community because, uh, <laughs> because, because Louisville, Kentucky is uh, one of the leading manufacturers of disco balls. That's a true fact. <laughs> Are they so really? Yeah, so it's more about hometown pride to me than any sort of like moral... <laughs> Stan, 
ending. I'm just, I'm just like, y'all keep us in disco balls, so you're cool with me. <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I stand. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, one of one of the few oh like remaining like functioning disco ball factories in the U.S. is in Louisville. One of the remaining disco ball factories. Yeah, because there's not a lot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. 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 <laughs> uh, that's so stupid. Oh my yeah. god. Yep. Oh god. Yeah. Fun so fact. that's how I got hatred crime. I need you to tell me. <laughs> one thing about a, a detective novel i need you to tell oh. me what you love about them what are the themes like is there a little dog that helps sometimes like what's going on there's frequently not a dog it's frequently okay, well. a lone man uh there's also a lot of uh th- there's super uh w- one thing that's not fun about them but i just have to like zigzag around is that they're frequently super racist and super sexist oh. and super homophobic because they were they're old long long time ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a thing. There is frequently just uh, a man who they can't say that he's gay, but mm. they can like just shout it a lot. Like, ah, this guy, ah, I don't like him. And then the detective will, will knock him around and it's, uh. it's not, it's not good. This friend of Dorothy's. <laughs> like- <laughs> well, it was pre-Dorothy. So. Oh, pre-Dorothy. Okay. Yeah. Just, like, from, like- <laughs> he didn't even have that. He's, they'll just say like, he had a handkerchief that smelled of lavender. Ah, that's, that's your that's your code. It's handkerchief code times. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. but if if that detective wasn't gay, then he wouldn't know the handkerchief code. See, yeah, yeah. That's, so this uh, feels, and this isn't a good argument for all situations, but maybe he has a little. Methinks the detective doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he just like is he going to this gay guy for like information, and he still roughs him up? Like, is this yeah, gay guy or- helping him? No, it's usually, usually what it is, is he'll get mixed up in a, a very convoluted uh, uh, caper or involved. Usually he'll get hired to do one thing and it will turn out that a whole mishmash of things going on. And so he just yeah. walks around bumping into unsavory characters and trying to just sort of feel his way around until he can figure out what's going on. And then usually somebody will shoot at him or punch him in the face and he'll be like, ah, I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting cha cha cha. In their uh, their series, so are some of the nefarious characters? Wait, that are a series, or no? There, there's not uh, not there's a recurring characters. It's usually very like okay. like uh, there's the the book of short stories I'm reading are all one character called the Continental Op. Okay, he's an operative for the Continental Detective Agency. So he and like uh, so like some some things that happen in some of the short stories will get referenced in other short stories but he okay. yeah he, he doesn't really it's interesting he doesn't really have it's not like batman or james bond where there's like there's m there's money but he, he will reference the old man who runs the detective agency but they don't really like you don't get a sense of who that guy is as a character it's okay very it's just, so it's just it's a very isolated kind of world they're like bit they're like bit characters it's not like a yeah. newman like we know who newman no is. it's yeah, like yeah. the shopkeep and it's always the same shopkeep or whatever because they're like exactly. in the same town or whatever yeah more okay. and more often than that there will be like characters like he'll be like oh I, i'll uh, 
I'll go to this hotel because I know the guy there will give me good dirt and he'll and he'll okay. the, those characters will be work fairly well fleshed out as far as like side characters go but then he'll never see them again so when, so when, we'll, weird. when we go to another story that person never gets brought up again so uh, huh. that's very odd yeah, yeah. um okay what uh I want to know like what is like what's the like most fun part of these books for you like I what think, I think honestly because like the 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 main characters are very similar they're all played by Humphrey Bogart <laughs> even even in the book they're played yeah. by Humphrey Bogart somehow but like mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah like if because if you if you read the book the Maltese Falcon and watch the movie and like reading the book is like watching the movie like they're just written so yeah I cannot like and again that's probably why I'm able that's the only thing I'm able to read right now because it's like watching yeah. the movie like it's very but uh clear and concise and like easy to digest yes yeah, yeah. and like uh yeah and they they I, I think what the appeal probably you know just like this is the first time I'm actually taking time to think about it but probably the appeal is that like the main character is always like super confident no matter what situation he's in like he'll because he's frequently not like it's not like he's a badass the way James Bond is like he can mm-hmm. fight or shoot his way out of any situation he's frequent frequently he'll be like outgunned he'll just be like it'll just be him like just waiting for his opportunity to like do whatever but uh there's never uh just like any situation he's in he's just like he can handle it he's just and yeah. uh just that confidence I guess is what's fun to read about it because it's like there there there's there's one the book I'm reading now Red Harvest which is really good there's a a part where he uh he he's talking to this old guy who basically like runs the town mm-hmm. and uh and the old man's yelling at him and he's he calls his secretary uh his his secretary and he's like get this guy out of here and then and so uh the detective just goes hey, you better get help I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because me, because if an old guy yelled at me, like, get out of here, I'd be like, you're right, I should leave. You know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right, I should leave. And And it it must be nice to read these books right now because you work in public, you see the public, and so I mean, a customer service job, you have no control over anything anyway. But right now, even less so. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, So it must be nice to like, uh, yeah, to read something where somebody's just like unbridled confidence mm. yeah yeah sit on That's it so nice. or you know what whatever they say <laughs> yeah or like yeah being like oh you gotta you got you need help because i'm oh i got this it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very nice yeah so it's it's the confidence it's the it's the easy easy to read it's like i mean it's the humphrey bogart of it all it's the old timiness yeah and, yeah but, and that's the thing too is just just existing in a world that's so unlike our no. world like you know and again like as i mentioned in shitty ways but also in ways that are kind of cool uh yeah like yeah. what uh like what for example uh like i just uh i guess it's just being like more because you know they're with not to be like oh the kids and their phones but because i am you know i am kids in their phones mm-hmm. but like uh j- just just having to have more of a in you know i don't know how much of this is just being in the in that world and also just being a private detective but just like having to have more awareness of the world around you and like knowing how yeah. things connect and like just just being hyper aware of like oh uh this is unusual that this person's doing this so uh and just that's the thing is that like it's uh 
you know, if he, uh, if he's following a person and that person goes uh, into a building, he's like, oh, well, the back door of this building would probably be unlocked. Just, just being able to deduce those things. Yeah. And just to uh, go into any situation. Whereas like, if I was following somebody and they went into a building, I wasn't allowed to be in. I'd be like, well, they're in that building. Yeah. Then, well, they're in that I'm building. Done. I better wait until they come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> I'm not, I can't go in there. I, I don't yeah. have a badge. <laughs> we, oh my God. Uh, so, uh, Patrick Pasifium is a, a, a comic in Louisville. You, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he has a great story about me because we, uh, that he likes telling because we, uh, we went to a show out of town one time. It was on a college campus and we got there early and we were just kind of messing around. And uh, so he wanted to go into the library. And I was just like, uh, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think we're allowed to the library. He's like, the library it's college what are they gonna do kick us out but i was like oh i don't know man i don't know i don't think we're supposed to go i don't think we're supposed to be in the library (laughs) like the most gentle building is a library like a cat rescue the most welcoming yeah yeah, environment like you can you can go in there and take a bath in the in the bathroom like that's yeah that's like what it's there for it's like in the description yeah, yeah, yeah did you end up going in the library or no we did but i was very uncomfortable oh, no, the whole time <laughs> he was like touching the books like all the way down I'm, I'm, the thing. I'm like yeah and then it became a thing of like patrick just like Messing getting off you. on yeah on how uncomfortable I was. Like, uh. <laughs> asking the person at the desk hey can you uh find me uh yes <laughs> or whatever and yeah, I, got, you- I got a big exam coming up can you uh <laughs> You give me a, a Cicero's book of poems. <laughs> I don't know. Cicero's book of poems. I need a uh, half of uh, Shakespeare's completed works. <laughs> I need uh, three quarters cups of uh, of uh, Sylvia Plath. <laughs> the yellow wallpaper. Where can I find that? And they're like, it, it's. A, I mean, it's a PDF online. You can just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to feel it in my hands. Yeah, I need the texture. You guys, the texture. you guys get it. You're a liar. Yeah, you get it. I need to. I want to see the people behind the paper. You get it. I want there to be a possibility. I'll cut my finger while I'm reading this text. <laughs> like old timey, like Jack Kerouac and stuff like that. That's right. Put it in a scroll. Put it in a scroll. That's why Jack Kerouac was famous for shouting all the time. He'd, yeah. he'd, be on, he'd be on the road and he'd lean his head out the window and he'd shout, put it in a scroll. This beautiful landscape. <laughs> it's idyllic. And there's just like a crane that like looks at him. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you're yeah. scroll material, baby. And just like throws his cigarette out the window or whatever. And then the crane is like, Ka-ka! <laughs> just flies away. It's like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> i don't need to be in your scroll i don't need to be weird scroll no crane wait no man puts crane in a scroll <laughs> that's right that's were you right. trying to dirty dancing <laughs> yeah jack kerouac was in yeah. dirty, dancing. dirty dancing he was he dirty dancing was dirty dancing. jack kerouac was dirty dancing there's no was, dirty dancing without, without jack, jack you can you can literally draw a straight line <laughs> I can literally draw a straight line. That's the only thing I can do. You can draw a straight line from Jack Kerouac on the road to Dirty Dancing to Taylor Swift. Absolutely. I don't, I, I, that, that third one was a stretch. It was a stretch. It was a stretch. You, you can draw a tree, but I cannot because I'm not good at drawings. I cannot draw a tree. I cannot do it. 
Like I can't draw. I I can't draw a straight line either. If I'm being honest, really, it's it's it's, it's gonna crook it up real fast. It's yeah. gonna crook it up real fast. Real fast. Real fast. It's gonna it's gonna get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. you got to give me the the edge of a book to put it up. <laughs> yeah, the, I need the edge the of I need a straight edge. Yeah, can you give me the book of the yellow wallpaper? I got to draw a straight line, sir. <laughs> sir, I, I'm gonna need to see your student ID. <laughs> and, Run, run, Patrick! Run, run! They're on to us. That's how you I, check out the book. <laughs> is you draw a line against the you edge. draw a line on your student ID. Yeah, and then they know they're like, okay, this 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 this, this guy's legit. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, you may pass. <laughs> you may pass. Yeah, and this detective wouldn't have to do any of that because he'd be like, try and stop me from getting the yellow wallpaper, sir. Yeah, I don't much understand these women and their broken uteruses, but I'm willing to learn. (laughs) He's always, yeah, his relationship with women is always weird because it's always, there's always like a lady that he's very sexually attracted to, but he's like not going to do anything about it. That's like a, as like a a sort of a a thing, you know, as as a, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Like Like a, a professional pride sort of like i'm not falling for any dame and mm-hmm. then uh and then she's like oh but i love you and then he's like ah you know you're not so bad and then she's like cool so you're gonna let me get away with it and he's like nope go to jail oh no and then he oh. always he always sends her to jail and so it's like a bruce wayne catwoman thing a kind little of. bit a yeah little a bit. little bit yeah, yeah oh but he loves her so much he does he, he almost married her he almost married her they, what did she did do all- wrong uh she she did the right thing she was like this is a bad idea they, they did a whole so I, when i was subscribing to the comics they did a whole like 20 issue run leading up to the wedding where it's like batman and catwoman are getting married and then and then they they built up to it for so long and then catwoman was like this is a bad idea <laughs> i'm not gonna marry you so wait so did did both Bruce and Catwoman know that the one the, each of them were the bad boys or did yes. Catwoman know that Bruce was Batman? They they each know each other's secret identities at this point. Batman which... cannot marry Catwoman. I cannot believe that Catwoman was one to to cut it off. That must have been so dramatic. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty anticlimactic. How did how did Bruce she Wayne must... like justify that to himself marrying Selina Kyle? I think I think cuz she like it is weird because like she's kind of become a good guy at this point but also oh, she's right. like but she'll like make references to like oh hey i'm gonna go steal this thing and he's like ah can you not so it's just like a thing it's like a thing about your partner that annoys you it's like oh she's a criminal i fight crime that's insane <laughs> like, <laughs> tyler weird. hums while he eats <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't i would not say that that's yeah. criminal yeah you you didn't swear an oath on the grave of your murdered parents that you yeah. would eliminate humming from humming <laughs> from food consumption. So, oh, that's so crazy. Was 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 Bruce Wayne just wrecked after she took out took out the wedding, or like yeah. what happened? Yeah, he was he was pretty upset. The, then he uh, just like arrested her immediately. He was like, "Well, you gotta go." <laughs> well, it's fucking Arkham for you, lady. It's either like my dick forever or Arkham. Which yeah, which is weird that like he could put her in Arkham. Because, like, she's not, you know, she doesn't uh, have a mental illness. She's just, like, she just likes to steal. She just likes to steal. Yeah. (laughs) Domania, whatever. But, like, 
that's not something I don't feel like that's I don't, yeah, I don't, rehab for, you know, yeah. like the same way that the Joker needs to go to rehab. Right. Because he said, no, no, no. He said, no, no, no. He said, kill Harley Quinn every time. Fucker. <laughs> the Joker's three is like, fuck Harley Quinn, marry Harley Quinn, kill Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, th- th- those are, those are the things he likes. That's his character. Oh my God. I hate the Joker. I hate the Joker so much. <laughs> and I hate that men love the Joker so much. I, man, I, I don't uh, get it. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's, Although it's, there's part- too, it's too much. Like, because I, I like I like the Joker. Up I forgot to, like- that you proposed to Laura. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler told me that because I was like doing the same rant. I was like, those dudes are losers, and he was like, you know, <laughs> you know, Kent did that, and I was like, I did not know that. How I would I have known that I wasn't around by that point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, well, we were doing a because Lauren loves Harley. It's it's less right. about me, although I do. I like the Joker and like the cartoons and stuff. And like the Jack- cartoons are amazing. I don't like what he's become. I don't like the yes. cultural symbol. That's what I'm yes. saying. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, but no. Uh, Lauren loves Harley Quinn, and so like we we did a a Batman roast, uh, and I was playing Joker, and I was like, "Hey, dress up as Harley Quinn and man stage with me," and then I proposed, and it was a lot of fun. That's so cute. Uh, yeah. But then, but and but no, we did have kind of a thing where we were like, "Oh, we don't really want." Harley Quinn and Joker to be our thing because it's a bad because there is that thing where people romanticize their relationship and we're not those people we just like we just like Harley Quinn as a character yeah like their their relationship isn't good no it's dog shit it's like the worst relationship yeah (laughs) it's worse than Rory and Logan (laughs) and that's pretty bad yeah 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 yeah. Uh, (laughs) sorry have you seen I'm assuming you've seen Gilmore Girls I I have seen Gilmore Girls Yeah. yeah and then there's season four where she dates Logan, Logan. Again, Wolverine from the X-Men. Uh, correct. And, 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 old yeah. man Logan. Old man Logan. It's like, number one, he's too old for you. Too, and way too old. He's too full of adamantium for you. He doesn't even go here. <laughs> like, he doesn't go to Yale. <laughs> or to like reality. Or to reality. <laughs> yes, exactly. You get back to the Earth 616 where you belong and out of Stars Hollow. Out of Stars Hollow. Uh, out of the WB backlot <laughs> in Burbank, California. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, I wish we could bro down all day, but we do have to move on, unfortunately. Okay. Let's get deep. Balls deep with feelings, my dude. Let's get deep. Balls deep. Uh, uh, baby. Into them feelings, my dudes. Say what? The drop is really a treat. You're gonna I'm, I'm really a, love it. I'm it's excited to hear it. Really, I, it was twenty dollars. And this man did <laughs> the greatest job on Fiverr ever. I don't know his DJ name, but I'm going to link it in the description if I remember. Was it, um, was it Skrillex? I don't know what it was, but he did such a great job. I kept being like, "Can you do this? It's really stupid." And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, I took some liberties," and he like really did it up. It's great. I don't know how I would be able to play it for you currently, but I will send it to you um, later. Awesome. And if you're listening to this podcast, you just heard it because I put it in. Um, and Sammy, I'm going to let you in on a secret about what? me. I am, I am going to listen to this podcast because I'm, lo- I'm, I'm low-key a narcissist. I'm <laughs> same. I'm low-key. I want to, I hate hearing myself, but I will watch, I will watch my TikToks over oh, again is what sure. I will do. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to see what I did wrong. <laughs> did I put that caption in the wrong place? You sure betcha. Did I spell something wrong? Did I say something weird? Yes. Um, okay. 
So um, the thing that you want to get, um, what I would, I would like to actually hear it in your words. What do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, well, you know, there's this, uh, this whole pandemic is really fucking a lot of people yeah. <laughs> and I'm one of them. <laughs> and me famously one of them. <laughs> you like do a spin and post. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know what's uh, been really uh, messing with my life lately is COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen, and it's a pact on society. That's crazy uh, because you know who we have backstage. It's COVID nineteen. Come on out here! Whoa! 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 <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> um. So COVID nineteen is is impacting your life badly, yeah. mental health wise. Like it's. It's weird because I already don't have very good mental health. Like right, I, I've, same. I've I've dealt with the uh, depression and like suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. since like I was like 16 years old. So, um, but what's 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 interesting to me is that like in a way it's almost helped because I find that I'm not just with I guess just because my flight or fight response is like keyed up so much that mm-hmm. like my brain doesn't have time to really, and I, don't get me wrong, I still don't like myself very much at all, but right. I don't really, my brain usually doesn't have the energy to go into like the real like self-loathing and like deep dive into hating myself yes, and, and thinking <clears throat> about killing myself that it usually does. And I find a lot of that negative energy is instead being redirected outward because there's so much, you know, between Trump and Mitch McConnell and just and just people just like seeing people and being like, well, I can see some of your nose. So fuck you. You're yeah. trying to kill me. So like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I'm so like, so there's just so much outwardly directed uh, anger. I mean, it's still buried deep inside, but it yeah. is radiating in an outward direction as opposed to inward. Which so like on the one hand, it's like having like some sort of positive but at the but also that's not good either no (laughs) you know like just being hateful (laughs) outwards instead you're like i'm healed right yeah i'm like i'm like okay well now i'm fucked up in a different way i don't hate myself anymore but i hate you people yeah yeah, yeah. and also (laughs) low-key myself but i mean sure but at least you can't see my nose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the only i don't have i don't have time i'm looking at me and going i don't have time to deal with you because all these other yeah. motherfuckers are more of a threat to me at we'll get back to you motherfucker <laughs> oh and we, you will. Oh, we, we will we will i you wait till this vaccine kicks in motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> exactly it sounds like a lot is happening um these are my first impressions as mentally ill pe- people i kind of do feel like we have a weird advantage in that we're trained for this does that make sense like we are keyed in i know how to like unfortunately i know how to like what i need to do if i if i if i'm having a bad day or i know i know what's going on i need to i need to tighten it up or whatever i also feel like i've been seeing a lot of people have disproportionate responses to things online people just go to 11 immediately now yeah and I and think, I, and I, I recognize that I, I do it too. Have to, and so I have to like police that about myself. I do it too. Uh, I did it. I would probably say more before the pandemic, but yeah, yeah my, my responses are just like to go, like I, I overreact. I really do. Um, so I feel like a lot of people are having the similar responses. You mm-hmm. like, you're not alone in that people are, everything is so bad inside because we're all inside um, and we're all kind of alone. It, I, when something traumatic happens, it feels like it's 
it probably does feel like it is only happening to us because the brain is like, and this is not scientific, but it feels like the brain is just trying to process it. So it's mm-hmm. still like, and to be literally physically inside all the time and literally alone more, it, it feels like it is lonely. So yeah. our brains are like, our brains are trying to deal with that. And then the second that some other input gets brought in, like somebody being slightly annoying, you're going to go to 11, if that makes sense. Does oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, that yeah. feel um, relevant to you in a way? Sure. Does that feel right or wrong? For sure. No, I get that. And the, pro- the problem too is that like, I don't like, I, you know, especially as it pertains to just like, you know, just reading about what politicians are doing and stuff like they're because on the one hand, like, I, I don't like the negativity I feel towards the people in power just, just as for myself as a person, but also I don't think it's unjustified at all. No, it's not. You know what I mean? And so that's a weird, that's a weird thing to try to, uh, uh, to balance out, I guess, to try to, uh, square with itself because I'm just kind of like I because I don't want to be the like when I see Betsy Devos in t- on TV I don't want to be thinking about her oh I hope you drown in your own blood but like that's immediately what I think and I don't think it's wrong <laughs> like I don't think yeah. it's wrong I don't but, think you're wrong <laughs> I would like to just I would like to not to for that to be my initial yeah but my knee-jerk reaction to mm. seeing the secretary of education on TV but yeah like, like it feels like that's the reality we live in, and I don't. Yeah, I don't want that for myself, but also like, also she's a room. Like she's a bad person. <laughs> I, yeah, she's a garbage human being. She's terrible. Yeah. It's okay to feel like shitty about shitty people, but it's like, it kind of sounds like you're saying like you wish the situation was so different that you didn't like that feeling that way wasn't even like a thing that was on your radar immediately. right like you just want the situation to be different yes and it's just like the tension of that is just oh god she's so horrible (laughs) and probably a good i'm assuming like a good person guilt thing where you're like i don't want to wish somebody dies yeah you know i wasn't wasn't brought up that way no (laughs) i don't think any of like dad is like it's cool if you want people to die yeah of course (laughs) like i don't think (laughs) I don't think anybody's dad is like, I mean, you know, there are lots of types of people out there who are fathers, but um, generally (laughs) nobody's dad. Well, I guess being dad. Um, (laughs) I'm so glad that I have Lauren in my life to like tell, because she literally just told me about being dad today. I would not know. Explain it to her. I'm I'm so out of touch with like just basic internet. Like I have my own little corners of, Mm -hmm. Of, of dumb internet that I do but like yeah yeah just being aware of being dead is not one of them no so no no it and it shouldn't be and nobody's gonna know what we're talking about in three weeks when this it, yeah out. like exactly. <laughs> Tyler immediately was like when he looked because I told him and he looked at it, he was like oh yeah I like this guy he's in this band I like and I was like cool and he showed me his music and I was like this is fine Wait, <laughs> being dead is in a band he's in a band it's called like the longest winter or something something really dramatic <laughs> so dramatic wait so he's a doomsday prepper and he's in a band called the longest winter i know right that's i didn't know very, he was a doomsday very, prepper that's very on the well he he mentioned oh you How know much? what i here's here's what's fucked up is what what made me think of that was that he mentioned 
being an apocalypse dad in one of the words, but uh, I, I literally forgot we're actually we're going apocalypse. through the apocalypse. An apocalypse when I, I read that as like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like a, you know, a, a shelter and canned goods type of person. And, yeah. And just in general. But yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I, I guess juicy I heard prep. you. I heard a doomsday you. prepper in a terrible band. Well, so <laughs> alleged, alleged doomsday prepper. Yeah, probably not in probably hindsight. Probably not. I, you know, withdrawn, withdrawn. Withdrawn, withdrawn. Yeah, but his music is fine. I mean, it's not great. It's like fine. It's fine. It's literally fine. It doesn't is, is it is it one of those bands that like people would be like, like if Taylor Swift had them on her album, people would be like, oh, Taylor Swift's a real musician now. Like she had body no, of air. No, it's not. I mean, the longest which, oh, okay. <laughs> Although, okay. So Evermore, that song sucks. People are saying like, it's better than um, the exile. And I'm like, you're an idiot. You're stupid. So that's yeah, yeah, all yeah. I have to say about that's that. Fair. The Bon Iver, um, so, have you listened to Evermore? I'm assuming you have. Yeah. So not as much as, as the other. Folklore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's know. fine. I think folklore is better. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I haven't listened to Evermore as much, but like the reason why is because folklore is better. <laughs> yeah, the reason why. And I hate, yeah, I have like a couple songs on folklore. Like I don't like that much, but I will listen to it all the way through. But I got to skip a couple songs on Evermore every time. Cody, I, cowboy like what? Dancing? All right. Cowboy like <laughs> me is like, I don't know what you're doing, lady. She's just like. <laughs> too manic i think i think that's all it is she's making good music because she's incredibly skilled but she's like one step too manic to like really pull it off maybe <laughs> and i like the album i do willow's a great song ivy's a great song but like i don't know if it adds up to like an a plus album by itself I, but folklore I, I, when cow when cowboy like me i i was disappointed that that wasn't just her deconstruction of Kid Rock's Cowboy. That oh my been, God, that would that have been would, incredible. That'd be fun to listen to. That would be so fun to listen to. Just like a, a fucking song essay about it would yes. be extremely wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shoot her a DM and- uh, Please see. do. I <laughs> would love that for her. But yeah, I mean, I also feel like when folklore came out, that was such a moment. We were like, we were like inside. It was July, and we were like, okay, it's time. Oh, yeah. It's time to get our feelings hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, let's get melancholy in this mother in this motherfucker. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I was driving home from work, and I I played uh, Judy Garland's. Uh, um, what uh what's oh my gosh what is the title of her um have yourself a merry little christmas uh-huh and i was i, I said out loud uh, by myself in my car oh yeah give me that melancholy shit because <laughs> <laughs> i just needed that you like we're like working for nine hours said, like in a fucking grocery <laughs> store where they were playing christmas music and I then, did, yeah and then had to get i was like yeah car. give me give me that good good Give me that good, good. None of this fucking Paul McCartney bullshit. That's right. Fuck Paul McCartney. Fuck Ca- Paul McCartney. We are John Lennon stands in this house. <laughs> no, we're Fuck uh, Yoko. I'm just kidding. I think Yoko's the greatest. She is the best. She's no. She's the best Beatle. There's the, she is. There's that um that video that she did or not I mean, video she did. 
there's that YouTube video of John Lennon performing with Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I don't know. Tell me. Oh, I'll send it to you. So it's, it's like, it's John Lennon. They're on some like, sh- they're on like the, not the Tonight Show, but something like that. They're on like yeah. one of these shows and it's John Lennon performing with Chuck Berry and like Yoko's in the band. And so they're playing like some old rock and roll song. And like, it's, you know, it's a big moment because John, you know, Chuck Berry's one of John Lennon's heroes mm-hmm. and they're singing together. And Yoko's just kind of like, like she's just like hitting a tambourine or something she feels kind of left out or she's hitting like a bongo drum yeah and so she like you can tell she's just like oh, whatever fuck this and so, and so she just leans to the microphone and goes like <laughs> she, like she just lets out this dolphin screech and chuck berry's eyes bug out like what the fuck is going on and so so iconic often, yeah, and it's so good. Like that, and, and people watch that video, and it's all like, "Oh, Yoko's a bitch." Da, 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 no. da. And it's like that's the most rock and roll thing happening on the stage. At the yes, she's the best. She's the best. She's a genius, <laughs> man. Absolutely. Her tweets are wild too. I love her. I love I don't think her. I've read her tweets. I should. Oh, read there's. Tweets. I mean, it's like share level kind of, but less caps um, because it's Yoko Ono, you know? Nice. Yeah. yeah. She's so, so she's, great. She, Cause she's minimalist. So she's like, she's, lower, she's lowercase. <laughs> she's folklore, lowercase. <laughs> Care is reputation. <laughs> uppercase. Look what you made me do. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> reputation. What an album. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine um it's fine she did a good job whatever see, yeah that's that, see reputation for me is is to 1989 what evermore is to uh exactly to i'm just like yeah this is fine but like i like this other one i like i like 1989 more because that was like the beginning of jack antonoff really just sinking his little claws into all the female pop stars which i was like oh yeah this yeah. is pretty cool i wasn't like over him yet but he is also extremely talented for how talented he is for how great I think his work is. I always want to punch him in the face and I don't know oh, why. Sure. <laughs> He's yeah. a punchable face. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay. Yes. Um, to circle back. Yes. This is, this is perfect because this is exactly how my therapy sessions go where I'm like, <laughs> okay, but I was thinking about this, this way in which I was wronged. Ugh, do you dwell more now? Um, or, or are you a dweller in general? I dwell sometimes. It depends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I'm generally, because um, I'm like a very, like, hey, I don't have very, you know, high self-esteem and I'm just mm-hmm. like a very non-confrontational person. So I, I, I let shit, I usually let shit slide. I might, I might, I might let it fester a bit. I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. Yeah. I love to uh, let it fester. Yeah. But then, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, what you just mean like, you know, when you're slighted or. Yeah. When you're slighted or when somebody like posts something that annoys you, do you dwell on it or I not really? It, like when, I, when, with this new reality, I'm like getting more upset um, outwardly. I meant. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think, I think I fester like real hard for short bursts and then I'm, yes. like, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm done with it. Yeah. Do you, um, do you do the thing where you like, you'll lay down or like, you'll be on your phone for like 30 minutes and then you'll like, look up and you'll realize like, I'm not having fun. I am just oh. getting mad and mad and mad. Oh, I mean, 30 minutes is like, that would be great if it was. Only I know. 30. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's me. And again, that's a, a thing where that's, that's all of us. Anyway. That's why I'm not like reading anything or like, right. like, I mean, that's, 
and that's the frustrating thing too is that like my brain will just do that and I don't really I can't even like understand the you know I that's the thing about me that I'm like most of the shit that's fucked up about me I'm like I I I know more or less where that's coming from but like that thing that thing where I'm like I'm not even like enjoy because like having time to goof off is good but I'm like I'm not even enjoying the time that I'm goofing off like yeah yeah yeah. I didn't I didn't like you know read a book or watch a movie or a Mm -hmm. tv show that I enjoyed I just sort of like just let space gibberish just scroll past my eyes do you um on your days off do you get stressed out because you're not like taking advantage of it more because I do yeah 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 I do I'll get I get um, paralyzed Yes, and that yes. I can't do anything. Yes, because it'll be one p.m. and I'm like, the whole day is gone. I can't do one thing. I have yeah. this whole to-do list. I-, I can't even make. it. I was like, I had like five days off this weekend, and I- because we were closed, and I was like, I'm not even going to make a to-do list because I am not going to get stressed out. <laughs> I remember I, yeah. it in my brain. I'm um, very bad about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just get like, and then it turns into this like cycle of like. I'm getting stressed out. You're getting stressed out and then you're feel paralyzed to do anything. And then you whittle, twiddle away the hours and then you're going to bed and you feel bad about yourself for not doing anything. Yeah. I do you feel. And I, and I feel bad. Like what will happen frequently is I'll like, I'll fuck around for a while. And then I'll like, I'll feel, I'll feel bad about not having done anything. So I'm like, well, I need definitely need to fuck around more so I can forget about feeling bad instead exactly. of just doing the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Instead of doing oh. reading or doing, have you something that I do now is I will put like a timer on my phone. I'll be like, okay, I, I know I have to do something, put 30 minutes on the timer or an hour on the timer or whatever. And then usually it's because I'm watching TikTok and I can literally watch TikTok. <laughs> oh, four hours they have accounts where it's like a guy will pop up and he'll be like hey you've been watching tiktok for too long get the fuck off your phone like literally like they have like videos for that like it's like it's great it's great but i hate their faces i'm so mad. <laughs> it's like I, I i tried that with with facebook and it but yeah. but then you, but then you can just put a shit button that says ignore link. i know like, well, i don't know. i'm gonna do that i like why, why even have that there why is it just there? gonna push a button like it's also I need- like or like when you put the um the thing on your phone where it's like you would only spend two hours on Facebook a day, and then it's like, hey, hey, you've done it, but then you can still click on the icon. That's the that's phone. the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. So, I wish there was like a way to just like literally lock yourself out of it. Yeah, like so, like Arnold and Total Recall, just to be like, yeah. hello, <laughs> kids, I've locked you out of this for your own good. I've locked you out of this for your own good. No, I was in a really <laughs> important fight with a comedian. I don't know. <laughs> like. I almost started a Facebook fight with a comedian over a Zoom show. And then I just, <laughs> what I did is I took myself out of the group. Yeah. Which is, I think, the healthiest way I could have had, handled that. It, but I it still. Really, yeah. It really does seem like it wasn't a good idea for us as a society to no. create a system where we all hear each other's thoughts no. all the time. All the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of access to each other's thoughts and beliefs and opinions on fucking everything. Because then it takes away our own like sense of like inner monologue or how everything actually is. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Or like how you even feel. Like I just sometimes I just get so inundated with like so many opinions. I'm like, what is mine? I don't know what how I feel. Yeah. Um. But 
but the, also something that really annoys me is like I, I mentioned it earlier, but like the the um unpopular opinion thing. I'm just kind of like nobody wants to hear your weird takes. Like, why do you think? Why do we yeah. all think that our opinions are so important now? Yeah. I guess so. It's it's yeah. just hard to internalize everybody else's shit, and it sounds like it sounds like maybe what your brain is doing is. There's so much shit going on. It's hard for your brain to like internalize all that shit that your brain is is taking in. So it right. like lashes out like yeah, yeah, more yeah. than it would. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I even said anything similar to this <laughs> or in the beginning. I may have. We may have yeah. already solved it. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the solution is because there's no solution because this pandemic yeah. is never going to fucking end. <laughs> Um, Joe Biden's gonna fight the fight the pandemic in a in a parking lot. I would love it if he did that. If he like got fresh fillers <laughs> to do that, like <sighs> we could sell tickets to it. Absolutely, he just <laughs> my he dad just laced up his boxing. Gloves. Oh my god, just laced up his boxing gloves. <laughs> Put him in like one of those singlets. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My god. singlets. Yeah, love just... to see Joe in a singlet. Oh, he yeah, he really has that old time. What? No, just I was just saying cycling is you know. Yeah. I was trying to do the out loud version of the the thing motion we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> cycling his fists in a motion yeah. where he's like, uh, "Let me at him." That yeah, 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 yeah. Or why I oughta? He does have like an old timey wrestler feeling to him. <laughs> he definitely. His campaign slogan should have been "Why I oughta." Oh my god! It should have been. <laughs> Oh my God! Why I oughta? <laughs> Why I oughta I... pass Medicaid for all, Medicare for all? <laughs> I got half a mind to. I got half a mind to shut this whole United States down. <laughs> oh my gosh! You can't talk to me like that. I'm the president. <laughs> <laughs> Not old like... Joe. He's just like what? What are those like tiny? He's... He's, he's, I feel like we're metamorphosing him into Curly Howard from the three to just, I'm the president. You can't president. talk to me like that. And then like Obama bonks him on the head. <laughs> it's like him, Obama, and uh, what's her name? Kamala Harris. Yes, thank you. The vice president of the New York. Yeah. yeah, and they're just all bonking Joe on the head. They don't get bonked. No, no, no they're no, just no. bonking him. Bonking Joe. Yeah, bonking Joe. <laughs> Yes. Trump's nickname for him was Bonk and Joe. Bonk and Joe. Is that sleepy, that's not true? Sleepy, 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 bon- no, no. sleepy, sleepy Bonk and Joe. Sleepy Joe was the worst nickname. He's like so bad at nicknames. I, I know. Like, like I the president it. shouldn't be roasting people, but like, <laughs> if we're gonna have a roasting president, he should be better. You know who would have been a good roasting president and who actually has impeccable timing in every like um situation in which it was an opportunity to roast. They did a really good job. Hillary Clinton. She actually like, there are videos of her like roasting people at Cord Spot. Oh yeah. She's incredible at it. Yeah. But you know, we couldn't have had a normal time, I guess. Yeah. Not saying that Hillary Clinton's good. Of course I'm not a neolib, but you know. No, I'm good. Yeah. Please quickly qualify. I hate hate that I have to qualify (laughs) that Hillary Clinton would have been objectively better. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're pro the war on terror that no. like yeah i am patently anti the war on terror yeah, yeah, yeah. We, are, we are both we are both 
adamantly pro-terror. We're pro-terror people. <laughs> We're good, good Protestant pro-terror Pro-terror. <laughs> As somebody who came from a Catholic woman, who is more terrible than the Pope? I'm also Catholic, so I don't know why I said Protestant. I just just felt right. Yay! Protestant's a funnier word. It is, yeah. Yeah. And and also, none of this is real. Uh, None of this is, we're doing it. Yeah, Joe Biden never got bonked on the head. That was fiction. Um, But no, but I like, but roasting is what got us Trump in the first place. Like that, that, that fucking. Obama and uh, what's his name? Seth Meyers roasting him. Like, that's the moment. That's the moment. Like, yeah. Oh my like, God, you're right. That's what gave him the, he was like, I'm doing it this time. That's his, that's his like Joker origin story. Exactly. That's, Holy that's shit. His pit, that roast was his pit of acid. Wow. You could see it in his eyes. He's like, I'll show you. you. See and, it like... in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his hair is all burned off. Yeah. That's the all orange Cheeto, but like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But he, he did fall into a pit of acid. Can I can I say one one thing about the Joker real quick? Oh my God, yes. I'm sorry. Of I was course. just talking. I was just talking about this. Day. So Joaquin Phoenix fucking sucks at acting. <laughs> I, sure, sure. And it, he's tricked us into thinking he's good. But there was a thing. Sorry, I was just talking about this with Lauren earlier about because there was a, the director, like a while after Joker came out, the director said in some interview, like, oh yeah, he, he and he said it like it was a compliment, but it, like, it just reveals what a shitty actor he is. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, Joaquin was so into character, like, you know, he, he was so intense and focused on his acting that, like, when, when we shot the fight scenes, we would have to tell the stunt crew, like, just be ready for whatever he's gonna do. And it's like, no! What? That means, that means you're a shitty actor, like... That's not you, what a stunt crew is for, they're supposed to do yeah. choreography. Yeah, they are learned. Yeah, you have to be in character and do the fight choreography at the same time. That's what makes you good at acting. And if you can't do that, then you're a shitty actor. (laughs) Yeah, you're a shitty actor. Also, what the fuck is it with these dudes um, playing the Joker doing a method thing or like shitting on stuff? Yeah. Because Heath Ledger (laughs) basically died because he went crazy playing the Joker. Jared Leto, come on, what? Why did why did we let Jared Leto do anything anymore? <laughs> like, why did we let him out of the house? Like, no, he should not yeah, be yeah. alive. Like, he should... trade him in for Heath Ledger. I didn't even like Ten Things I Hate About You, but let him be alive. Get rid of G- Jared Leto. Jared Leto should have been on like lockdown since 2010. Like, Correct. Like what Absolutely. we're doing now, he should have been doing ten years. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Was Jared Leto the guy from My So Called Life? Yes. Yeah. Get rid of him after that. Absolutely. You haven't did anything good since then. He was in Requiem well, for a Dream. He was pretty good. He was what? He was in Requiem for a Dream. That was pretty good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, but do we as a society need Requiem for a Dream? Nah, we, we could have done with my so-called it. life. I don't think so. <laughs> we could have done it with someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think I do think the Joker thing gets blamed a little bit on like because I think like because everyone's like. Oh, Heath Ledger was so into playing the Joker, like he he rented this this little apartment where he could write his Jokery thoughts. I'm like, I think he just wanted a place to do drugs and fuck Olsen twins without getting yelled at by his wife. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that's about. The Joker. The, that's not about the Joker. That's about Heath Ledger making poor choices. I think it's just because we like romanticize mental illness. 
yeah. sometimes I think we just I think we just romanticize mental illness sometimes for sure for sure and then we're like oh because then there are those girls who are like I'm so manic and it's like did anybody accuse you of arson no get out of here <laughs> get the fuck out of here I didn't do it but get out of here <laughs> I didn't come back to me when you didn't do an arson C- come back to me when the town's it's an, but I I do that I mean I don't think that anybody I don't think that anybody really pretends to have a mental illness without having a mental illness because pretending to have a mental illness is a mental illness sure. or whatever but I do think as a society we sometimes romanticize certain totally. mental illnesses and I think the Joker is part of that phenomenon and Absolutely. Heath Ledger obviously just wanted to fo- fuck an Olsen twin and do drugs of course that does not that has nothing to do with the Joker yeah yeah it's not super fun stuff to do. <laughs> It's just real cool, man. <laughs> it's, it's just, just real- I would like to have a separate apartment where I get to fuck. Yeah. I don't want to fuck the Olsen twins. But. I'm sure that Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson played the Joker and did drugs and fucked Olsen twins, but he didn't have to make it a whole thing that ruined his life. He didn't have he to just, make it a whole personality. Exactly. He, yeah, he I, knew he knew when to hold them and he knew when to fold them. That's exactly. why Jack Nicholson is the best Joker. I mean, yes. Jack Nicholson is... Cause that was um that was was that Batman and Robin? No, that was Batman. That was, that was the first Batman. That, that was the first Batman. First was that Batman. also um Tim Burton? Yes. Burton, yeah. Because the Batman Returns was the second one. Tim Burton yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's like what the Joker should be. Like, kind of campy. I mean, yeah. So, I like it when Batman's campy. Like, Me too. I don't like Dark Batman. I don't think yeah. Dark Batman is interesting, and I don't think we need him. Yeah. I like campy Batman. And that's what I like about Batman in the Harley Quinn because he's just kind of like, whatever, we got, yeah. let's do it. I don't know. There's not much of him and it's not really about him. But yes. I, I feel like Batman is the <laughs> oh, least that's, important part of Batman. No, that's a good point. That's, Laura and I talk about this all the time because we'll be like, oh, who should play? Like, we'll be like, so we'll talk, be talking about whenever there's a new Batman movie coming out. It's like, all right, who should play this part? Who should play this part? And then like, Lauren will always go, Batman can be played by literally anyone. <laughs> Literally, literally any Chris. literally any man with a chin yeah any of the Chris's yeah. Kumail can play him who cares yes like, fuck it he has an insane body <laughs> Lauren, let him do it Lauren showed me a meme of I feel like this is like the table one where he's sitting uh, at the table yes and then like they and then they juxtapose that with a picture of like Spongebob with like insane and that to me is like that's so the, funny that's the deadliest insult the idea of like, like if I'm Camille Nanjiani, like the idea that you're saying it's as ridiculous for you to be swole as it is for SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> the idea that like that's it's that level of ridiculous. Go back to Weenie Hunt Junior, my friend. <laughs> I'm looking it up because I need to see it. I need to see it. Okay, SpongeBob not muscles me. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my God, it's so funny. <laughs> where, where his feet can't touch the ground. His feet it's... can't touch the ground. Oh my God, it's so funny. Like, that's how silly it is. That you're that's how fucking silly it is that a comedian wants to be hot. <laughs> LA is so weird like that though. Like the beauty standards are so weird here that people are just like, okay, time to have big boobs or time to like oh. get muscles that they don't think about how like their body should be proportionate. They yeah. don't think that like that's important. They just think it's time for muscle, then maybe hot. And it's like, no, it's not. That's not how it works. And we'll and I'll be watching so many. That's the thing Lauren loves to point out. We'll, we'll be watching teen dramas and shit. And then it's like the nerdy guy 
will t- the nerdy loser will have to take off his shirt for something and he's got like he's an eight pack yeah because he's a working actor and yeah, like that's he's 23. And, and everyone has to be it's like yeah. what the fuck like you know meanwhile back in the 1980s Bob Hoskins takes his shirt off in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He's just a barrel person. And that's fine because he's a barrel person. Like that's, we need barrel people in Hollywood too. Yeah, exactly. Barrel people are people too. Barrel people are people too. (laughs) Or like in the 90s, like not everybody had to be so ripped all the time. I love it in like 90s or 80s movie where the dude takes his shirt off and like looks normal. I'm like, I literally have this like, and this is just me. I have like this thing where I'm like, am I actually attracted to men? Anytime I see like Chris Pine take off his shirt, I'm like, am I just a lesbian? And then like, you know, an actual man will take off a shirt. and will be like, oh yes. Okay. This is what a body looks like. Yes. I just literally don't think Channing Tatum is hot. Like yeah. I just don't like, sure. how is that hot? That man could kill me more. <laughs> yeah. He could you kill me get... faster. Yeah. And we, that's not what you want. No. I mean like Jerry Seinfeld could also kill me, but like, but you could, I could get away him. probably. I get him. Yeah. I get I can yeah, totally get yeah. away. I'm not 17. I'd be fine. Yeah. I want a man I could conceivably outrun. I want, yeah, I want to be able to outrun a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to find a man that I can outrun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. I think we've done it. How do you feel about our talk? I feel great. I had a lot okay. of fun. I had so uh, much fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was yeah. super fun. Do you have any last final thoughts at all about um, what's going on? Or um, uh, it's it's a pretty good Marvin Gaye album. Uh, <laughs> I like "Here's My Dear Friend." I'm sorry, that's a fun. <laughs> I I love that. That's I, your go-to. You're like my favorite Beyonce album. Like anytime somebody mentions like the drink lemonade. <laughs> I started hating that joke the moment it was out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, oh, I, I will. I will quickly plug if uh, yeah, if, if, if if someone I, I say plug, I, I was just going to mention a book that's like <laughs> like thirty years old. Uh, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress by Walter Mosley. Uh, another another comic uh, got me into that. It was it's a it's the same sort of hard boiled private detective, but it's written by uh, a black author. Oh, about good. a black character and so it kind of has the, it's it's kind of cool because it has the things i like about detective novels but like also acknowledges that like racism is bad yeah it's uh, kind of nice <laughs> that is that is pretty nice yeah yeah it seems like uh detective uh is a genre that has like a lot of like that straight white male energy yeah so and, like, nice yeah because like, it's written in like you know the 1920s and shit exactly which, yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, these were, I think he wrote that like uh, the late 80s, early 90s or something. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, really good. If, uh, if you are looking for a gateway into detective fiction, but like also don't like racism. If you don't like, like racism. If you're, if you're one of these weirdos who's like yeah, turned off by nuts. virulent racism, <laughs> then check out Devil in a Blue Dress. It's great. Awesome. Book. Yeah, I just wrote it down. I will check that out. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love you, bud. Super fun. Love you too, buddy. Yay. Goodbye. Yay. Bye.